Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. I think the number one thing you can do is reach out and get help. And whether it be a therapist, a close friend, somebody who's been through it, a support group, there are so many options out there. A lot of women will tend to just go into isolation mode because they feel like this is not something that I can do. I, you know, I don't want people to know about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. But reaching out and asking for help is going to do the most for you because there, there are, there are support groups. We're so lucky now with having, you know, online options. It's amazing. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Welcome listeners. I'm really excited about today. This is another one of those days where I get to meet a really special person. Tracy Simpkins is here. She's a business consultant and she helps women come up with a business to earn some money, you know, and especially when you're going through divorce and maybe need a little extra money. So I'm really excited. I don't know Tracy. She's a new friend. So I get to get to know Tracy along with all the listeners. So Tracy, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. Thank you for going through something hard, which we're going to hear about in a minute and doing something to help people so that they don't have to suffer as much. And I have to say, you're kind of near and dear to my heart because I have always in the back of my mind had a calling because I started my business, you know, mm -hmm. and I did things that people said, you can't do that. But I also had my husband who was earning income and supporting me. And I always think about women who don't have that and how hard it is. And so it's a very dear to me. And it's always been something that I've wanted to help with a little bit more in the future. So Anyway, Tracy, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And please just tell us your story of what led you to do what you're doing now. Well, thank you for having me, Lisa. This is great. I'm so excited to meet you and to talk to your listeners about what I do. So I've actually been through two divorces. <laughs> so yeah, rough, right? Yeah, my first, I had, I was born in Salt Lake City and then I moved to Honolulu, Hawaii when I was 14. And I was there until about 10 years ago. And so now I'm back in Salt Lake. And while I was there, I met my husband and we were married and had three beautiful children, light of my life. And when we came back to, well, there were all kinds of things going on. I don't like to go into a lot of the nitty gritty details just to protect the kids. Yeah. But it was a rough road. When we came back to Utah, he followed me and it was tough. We, you know, I had to move back in with my parents, with my children and dog in tow. And it was a rough road. And at that point, I was a project manager. So I worked in 
the IT space. I started off actually doing loans and then I kind of moved into IT. So I've had a very varied career, but I always wanted to start my own business. So at that point, I wanted to start my own business, but out of fear and, you know, whatever else, all the things that go on in your mind when you're going through a divorce, having something to fall back on, like a solid job, like you're talking about with an income was, I thought better for me. So that's what I did. I went back to work. I made an okay income, nothing like I was making in, in Hawaii. I did much better there, but it was okay, but it was a struggle. It was a real struggle while I was building back up and, you know, going, I had three children that were still in high school and middle school, and it was a rough road. And I took this job for a lot less than I was making, like I said, and it was just tough. Well, fast forward, got married again, thought it was going to be the light of, he was, he was, you know, I loved him dearly. And I think what I ended up doing is when I married my first husband, then I married my second husband. It was like polar opposites. And I heard a therapist once say that don't go for the opposite. What you want to do is take what you liked about your first husband and, you know, add to and subtract and whatnot. Well, I went the polar opposite and it was good in bad in ways. I actually have come to view life a little bit differently. A lot of people think, you know, you get married and this is your life. Here's your partner and you're, you're going to go down this journey together and you're going to, you know, end up in the same place. Well, I wouldn't change anything that I've been through, no matter how hard it was. And this second marriage was, the divorce was a lot more difficult mentally. I was heartbroken because I was so in love and I didn't want it to end. And it was a we were married for five years. And so we've been apart now for two. So I've been back alone on my own. And I just realized that it was finally time to start my own business. And I now granted, I was in the right position to do it. I had some money, I had a place to be, I had, you know, I had my house and all that. But I decided I always wanted to help women, kind of like what you said, just I felt that calling to help women get through this. And in the beginning, I thought, well, I'm going to become like a therapist or do divorce, you know, whatever, not a uh, counseling therapy. And then I realized, you know what, what are my strengths? My strengths are career, business, entrepreneurship. I know how to build a business from beginning to launch. And so what I've done is taken all of that, my personal, my professional experience and put it into a package, a program for women to start from scratch and build their own business. And there's a lot, I don't know if you want me to keep going, but there's a lot behind that and, and why I think it's, it's a good solution for some women. I do. And I, and I can't help it. I have to dig in a little bit more because, you know, the reason I do this is I want to make divorce less scary, but a big yes. part of why I do this is because of the children. Mm -hmm. So I'm so curious when you moved here, you moved back to Salt Lake City. Was your family in Salt Lake City? Yes. So, so I was born in Salt Lake. Yeah. Okay. And so your husband was from Hawaii? Yes. Were you divorcing when you moved back or not, was he? Not exactly. There were issues. And I think probably subconsciously, I knew that I wouldn't be able to do it if I were still in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And 
we went through a period of separation and then got back together. And I would never do that with the children. That would be one thing that mm-hmm. out of all the things that happened, that's the one that I would definitely say that was hard not do them. again. It was so hard on them. It was like getting their hopes up and then just breaking all over again. But for me, you know, from my perspective, it was, I have to give this a chance and not realizing that I had given many, many, many chances over the years, but it was almost like a last ditch effort. You know, I don't want this for my kids, but I had to. So anyway, that's, that. Well, and maybe it brought you some peace in knowing that you did everything you could. Yes, it did in the moment. Yes. Right, right, right. (laughs) And then I can't help but ask, how did your kids do with marriage number two? Did you, were they older then? They were older. Yeah. So they were in high school and my, I had one that was just going into high school. So I have three children and I think it was tough on them for sure. It was definitely difficult trying to blend the families. He had, he has one son. So I have a bonus son who's a little bit younger. And so blending our families, our extended families were so much alike. And I actually knew his brother when I was younger before I moved to Hawaii. So here in Salt Lake, I know really. And actually his dad was my doctor, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so our families were alike. I think it felt comfortable to the kids and, and his family was so gracious and loving. And they brought us, you know, in. And so I know it was really hard for them. I do. Yeah. But that second divorce, they, they were like, we don't care. So it was harder for you, (laughs) but not as, not as hard for them. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And of course, No, I always hope that when I work with people that they don't end up back divorcing again. And some people are at it the second time. And I think though that, you know, don't shy away from marriage. And I like to hear that you are getting therapy. And what I've heard Mm -hmm. is work on yourself, you know, and get to that place. I mean, I'm not a therapist. I'm just saying what I've heard. So I think you'll maybe hit it again, or maybe you'll just enjoy doing this on your own. So, okay. So you got divorced again and you had a full-time job. It was before COVID and I had stopped working. So I was a project manager in the IT space and I had actually taken time off just previously. And I was thinking of starting my own business at the time. Before the divorce happened. Mm -hmm. Before the divorce happened. I didn't know what it was going to be. I just knew I wanted to do something and step outside of and, you know, financially it was, it was fine. And so during when it, everything kind of fell apart and it came to a point, I was actually not working at that time. Wow. How, which, how did that feel? It was rough. It was, I mean, I wouldn't say it was scary because I have pivoted many times. I'm not afraid to jump in and just do things. And I, I knew that I could find a job to support myself. I knew I could. It was just more, it was more the whole partner, like, how am I going to be alone and and all of that. But I've gotten to, I'm actually in a really good place. And I don't know, I haven't started dating yet. I don't know if I will. Right. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. So now. (laughs) Good, good. Okay. So now I just need to know. So for some of my listeners, it is scary, especially if they've been home or, you know, and they're like, 
or maybe they have a job, but they're not making enough to afford all the things that they're used to. So it sounds like what you're doing is helping women kind of start businesses. Tell me about what kind of businesses they're starting. So I teach women how to start a low cost service business. Now, this is not what I teach is geared to one specific type of woman. And, you know, obviously it can be many, but she's in one kind of area of life. And that is she has supported her spouse in his endeavors. And she may have foregone a education, a formal education, never been in the paid workforce and whatnot. And what I show them is you don't have to have any of that because being a mom and running a house is very similar to running a small business. Now, it's not the same as like corporate and and all of that, but a small service business is just right up their alley. They don't need any capital. They don't need any experience. And so it's a way for for someone who has been at home with the children and supporting the spouse, and then all of a sudden they need to support themselves, it's a way of avoiding the poverty trap because women are so much more likely to fall into poverty following divorce. And it's because of the penalties that we face for having a family. And that's kind of the, you know, the whole issue underlying divorce and falling into poverty. It's that they have not had the experience on paper, but they have. And so what I show women, like, you know, I'm sure some of your listeners, I show them that it's possible. You can build a small business as opposed to going and getting a minimum wage job that's not going to pay the bills. Yeah. And I, I just have to say that I remember when a long, many years ago when I went to like a continuing legal education course. And I remember listening to one of the attorneys and she said, don't ever be a stay at home mom. And I, I was. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> I well, <laughs> isn't that sad? Isn't yeah. that sad that it that's, is. that's yeah. her advice? So I hear what you're saying, but now my question that's coming into my mind and I'm wondering if people out there are wondering too. So how do you know what kind of business to start? What I do is, so I, I usually to someone who has an interest, just even a little bit of interest, I will send them a packet that's called is entrepreneurship right for me. And basically, and, and I will provide a link if you want it to share. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So they can go and get this and it's just a PDF. And basically it takes you through finances. It takes you through what are your passions? What are your deep interests? What are your experiences? And it kind of helps women put together a packet and say, is this going to be right for me? And in there, I talk about all of the different ways that you can start a service business. It can be something that you do like baking. You know, we we see a lot of this anyways in the, you know, women will, will bake or they'll teach lessons on the side or something like that. But this is more building a service. You don't have to perform the service. You could just be the manager. But that's what I try to tease out with that PDF is getting the information out of your brain onto paper so that we can find that intersection of where it makes sense. So that's kind of the first step. The first step, and we'll put that in the show notes, and that's just a free, a little freebie. Yes. You can figure it out. Okay. So then, and I will, I want to say too that 
I have learned through my through the years that I have been at walk this earth yes. that it really is true that when you are passionate about something and good at it, you mm-hmm. really put your all into it. And it's so funny. I was just journaling because I got my baby. I have grandkids and stuff. My baby, my baby baby is going off to college. So I've had oh. children in my home for 29 years. Wow. And I was journaling about the sadness and just sitting and my eyes might be red. I did it right before we met. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I got to clean this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just so enlightening for me because I think what what so many of us experience is it was something that I put my all into, no yes. questions asked. I had never done that. I had run marathons. I had played tennis. I had worked, but I had never put my all into something until I had my babies. And then one of, you know, we adopted our youngest and every one of them, I can't, I have no regrets. I was not perfect. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not about that, but I did everything. I didn't care if I was tired. I didn't care, you know, what, if I felt anxiety or depressed, whatever. I just, you did it for those kids and you can feel that way. It's not quite the same, but about, I'm so passionate about the work that I do. And Mm -hmm. it has made all the difference in my life because it means so much to me. It's a natural, you know, so think of like what you're good at, what's going to be easy and just really do some soul searching and, you know, maybe, I don't know if you, you talk about this, but sometimes maybe you do have to have another job on the side mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe you can start it. So, okay. So you keep talking now. So that was, the, I just had to throw that in because it's so <laughs> no. heavy in my mind right now. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's for a lot of mothers, it is very difficult transitioning from this is my world to now, you know, just feeling like I don't even know. I have one left at home. And he just turned 18 and it's, it is, it's like, what am I doing? Who am I? I? And how do I engage with my older children? So it's a change and finding, I think for women who are looking to start a business, if you don't have a passion, you don't think you do, you do. It might not be, you know, oh, I'm a baker or I've been an artist my whole life and I love to cook. It might not be something like that. But if you have a passion for education, if you have a passion for children, if you have a passion for helping, you know, anyone, the only thing you need to do when you build a business is find a problem, deliver a solution. It really is simple. It's not easy, but it's a simple process. And I walk people through that, you know, process step by step. Yes, sometimes you need to have backup and that's the packet that I send them is entrepreneurship, right? For me, I go through all of your finances and you can figure out how much can I afford, you know, per month? What are my expenses going to be? How am I going to start this? I've also found that a lot of women will end up with a lump sum, but you know, and then no education and no way to, they don't know where to go. And so this can be a good option too, because you can put a little bit of money in it little. I mean, very little. If you're doing, that's why I focus on service businesses and it's small. It's not, you know, it's not unless you want to scale. And I do, you know, eventually we'll probably offer that option as well. But for now, it's just helping women who do have the skills. They just don't know it. Yeah. And I just, I have to add, stay open, stay open to what might, because it's, 
I've been married for 31 years mm-hmm. and all I do is divorces. Seems weird, doesn't it? it, does. it but it's like <laughs> the most amazing fit because I get to help them so that mm-hmm. they're, you know, so it's good for their children. We get mm-hmm. to make it peaceful. We get to do a little coaching so that this, they don't end up in this spot again. And it's just, it's a beautiful, creative way to do a divorce. And yeah. I am, I feel so blessed to yeah. be doing it. And it's bizarre. You know, everyone's like, ah, or, and you can't do that. <laughs> so stay open, stay open to mm-hmm. the ideas. Um, you, you never know where you're going to be led and where you're going to help people. So I love that. Exactly. Okay. So they, so they get the little packet. Mm-hmm. They, then they fill out information, then they contact you, then what happens? So I offer kind of two different options. And option one is where I basically do it all for you. I build the business, but that's a high-end, you know, offer. You know, it's quite expensive, but it is, I basically like set it all up and get it all done for you. You walk into it and you just run it. That's option one. The other option, which is really was my goal, is... I offer a very low cost online course that walks you through the steps, you know, like I said, from concept to launch. And it's an eight week program. And basically, once you, if you purchase it, then you have it for the, the life of the program. So you will be able to come back and access all of it. It's everything is online. I also offer. If you purchase that program, you can purchase an additional couple of hours with me so that we can work one-on-one if you want, or, you know, I do hourly consulting as well. So it's, you know, it's one thing to have someone telling you, this is how you do it. But my process and the framework that I go by is how I learned best and what all, everything that I've taken from my career and how to go about it from beginning to end. It's like a simple business school. It's not going to teach you everything you need to know to run a business, but it will teach you everything you need to know to start a small service business and get it off the ground and work towards generating enough income. Like I said, you know, for many women, they end up in poverty because minimum wage just does not pay the bills. And the other thing, like you said, keeping your mind open, it's, it's a very, we kind of have this idea that having a job that pays us is secure and it can be, but you can also lose your job. You are dependent on someone else. Mm -hmm. And so starting and doing something for yourself, I think is one of the best things that you can do after a divorce as well. It really does help you open up your world and get through a difficult time. And it's not for everyone. It's not. And that's why I start off with, is this even right for me? It may not be. But for those who want to, but just aren't sure, they just need to build up their confidence. That's, that's what I try to do. It sounds so amazing. And you know, it's similar. It's something that I've just started doing as well, where I am teaching Minnesota mediators how to actually make money. Oh yeah. And just sharing with them because it's taken me you know, five years to really, it's all I do. And now I've got it into such a system that Mm -hmm. the, you know, and we need more people doing this. And so it's just making it easier for them to get started quicker. So I'm sure that is the same thing. (music) 
Dear listeners, if you want to help your children succeed through a divorce and learn how to co-parent well, please join me on November 9th at 10 a.m. Central Time. You can click on my lisakoski.com, go to my online courses and check out my free co-parenting masterclass. We are going to go through what your kids go through during divorce how to tell your children you're getting divorced, and how to co-parent well, even with a difficult co-parent. As an added bonus, Tammy Wallensack is going to join us to talk about what to do with the family home. Please join us. It's free, and I want to help you help your children survive through divorce and beyond. Tracy, this is so helpful and I can't believe the time is ticking away. But as you know, because I'm in my barn with my horses behind me, I do what I call the saddle up segment at the end of the episode where I have my guests just share one little tidbit or piece of advice or something the listeners can do right now for a better life. Do you have some, you've given us so much, but is there something that you could share? Yeah, I do have something to share. But before I get there, my dad is a cowboy, grew up on a <laughs> farm. So it's very near and dear to my heart. Aww. He's got his own brand, you know, all oh, the, cool. the whole thing. So anyway, so I think the number one thing you can do is reach out and get help. And whether it be a therapist, a close friend, somebody who's been through it, a support group, there are so many options out there. A lot of women will tend to just go into isolation mode because they feel like this is not something that I can do. I, you know, I don't want people to know about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. But reaching out and asking for help is going to do the most for you because there there are there are our support groups. We're so lucky now with having, you know, online options. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that would be my recommendation. That's so, so good, Tracy. Thank you. And now tell me, How can my listeners find you? And this will all be in the show notes, but if they want to just take a peek real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on LinkedIn, just my name, linkedin.com slash Tracy Simpkins. And my website is refined by divorce, R-E-F-I-N-E-D by divorce. And I am basically refined by divorce almost everywhere else. Everywhere. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, listeners, go find Tracy if you're thinking about starting a small business because you have nothing to lose by just checking out that little freebie that we'll have attached in the show notes. So Tracy, again, thank you so much for being here. It's been really fun to get to know you. Thank you, Lisa. You too. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Divorce is hard, but a high conflict divorce, it's overwhelming. It involves battling not just emotional tolls, but endless court dates, hidden finances, and toxic personalities. This is your call to action. Don't miss the ultimate High Conflict Divorce Summit from November 13 to 17, 2023. Our summit brings together an unparalleled lineup of experts, featuring leading psychologists who demystify high conflict personalities, top financial advisors revealing strategies to uncover hidden assets, esteemed legal minds to guide you toward a favorable settlement, and renowned child experts who will arm you with the tools and tactics needed to fight effectively for custody. 
Act now and register for free to unlock an exclusive bounty of gifts from all 20 experts, yours just for signing up. Take back control. Visit journeybeyonddivorce.com backslash summit 2023. Register now and reclaim your future. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.